everybody. Welcome to another episode of Feel Good with me, Renee. I'm so excited that you are here to listen to this guest today. I just finished recording a heartfelt and humorous conversation with my new friend, Beth. Beth can be found on the Instagram at Beth's Boho Life. I'll include that in the show notes as well. And why I'm telling you that right off the bat is you're going to want to follow along. Beth has a down-to-earth, soulful, humorous approach to life. She is my southern sister from another mister. I feel such a resonance with her soul. She's just here to be who she is and to shine bright. And she wants to love on people. And she's just such a natural storyteller. When you follow her over on Instagram, you're going to see she has a beautiful, sandy, blonde cat that's her sidekick, Booper. We talk a bit about Booper in this episode, as she says. And, you know, Beth is just, as she puts on her Instagram, she's here to make life fun and full of hope. And that is exactly what she does. She touched my heart today. And I just am immediately drawn and fall hard for people who are funny and real and unpretentious. And that is exactly who Beth is. I can't wait for you guys to meet her if you haven't already and listen along to our conversation. Enjoy this one. Hi, Beth. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, hello. My, I feel like you are my Southern sister. I'm so smitten with you. I just, I'm a little giddy that you're here today. Well, honey, now you can throw the flattery my way all you want to. I'm a sucker for it. (laughs) I can't help it. I, you know, I came across your, I'm going to say your influence out there in the social media land. I don't know, maybe a year ago. And I, you know, you just sometimes come across people that, first of all, make like you make people laugh and just make life feel a little better in the moment. And I was immediately captivated and have been literally ever since. For sure. Well, that's one of the best compliments I've ever had in my life. So thank you for that, Renee. Um, You know, I... It's it's a funny story, actually. I started the page because I was going through this whole transformation and I was changing careers. We had moved to a new city. There was all kinds of moving parts and pieces and some bad and some good all happening at one time. And then the pandemic hit. So mm-hmm. if everything else wasn't enough, pandemic hit. And... So I decided I was going to get my real estate license. I had done hair for 25 years and was just, I mean, look at me. I don't even comb my hair most days. So let's be honest. My passion was not there. My passion was for the people. I love people. I love relationships and helping, but the rest of it I was done with. So I um, got my real estate license and started the page as a way to build my real estate business. Okay. I decided, okay, Beth, you've got to be you. You've never been good at being anything that's not you. And, you know, the real estate business is very professional and buttoned up and all this stuff. And then here's me in my overalls and my hair sticking out all over my head and flipsing around in the backyard. And 
you know, I did real estate for a year and was, you know, really proud of myself for it, but it was not where my heart was at. Um, I'm not money driven. I'm, I'm not good at, you know, staring at contracts and stuff. So I've just kind of let this evolve into its own thing. And one day it just hit me like, we just need more joy. We need more realness. Mm-hmm. We need more love. We need more acceptance. And there's a space for all of us. There's a space for all of us, you know. That's so good. And so that's just kind of what I've done with it. And here we are. Well, I was going to ask you to tell me a little bit about your background and your journey. And, you know, if you always felt uh, like you could just be funny in the moment or if this is something that you're trying out more recently. I'm just curious, like, tell us a little bit about the journey that has landed you here. I mean, you did a bit, but, you know, is there. You know, I one of the I think the reasons. One of the main reasons that my hairstylist business was so successful was my ability to build strong relationships with people. And a lot of the time it is through humor, but also realness. And so much of that came from my dad, who I lost a little over a year ago. But he had the most vibrant, beautiful Big love for life and joy and people. And he was a hard worker and he would just walk in a room and start hollering at people with their Mm -hmm. nicknames and stuff. And, you know, you could just feel the energy building. And so I've always had that. Um, And I do believe that, you know, laughter is medicine and it helps us all. And so I've always used that in whatever line of work I've been in whether it was hairstylist, whether it was, you know, real estate. Um, I'm actually a caregiver now Mm. when I'm not, you know, doing stuff. I mean, I don't make any money on social media. I just love spreading whatever my message seems to be that day. Mm. But um, I'm just, it's a gift. It, It is. And I am aware of it. And I just try to share it with as many people as I can because everything can get really heavy. And when it does, you tend to withdraw. I do personally. I withdraw and I pull away from everything. And finding somebody who can bring a little bit of white, a little bit of love, a little bit of humor, a little bit of encouragement, anything through social media or in real life, to Mm -hmm. me, is just free therapy. And it's what we should (laughs) all be doing for each other. That's Um, right. So... You know, I just keep trusting and I just keep leaning in and going with it. I I don't even know where I'm going. I'm just going. I know. And that is part of the charm that you bring through is, first of all, I mean, I was telling you before we got started, I, I just, you know, I fall hard and I fall fast for people who make me laugh. And I think, too, like when you were talking about your dad, that really touched me because my grandfather was that way. He He was just childlike and funny and would crack the waitresses up and call them names and you know the way he was with my grandmother like you're bringing me back to my family like I told you I feel like you're my my southern sister and my sister and I have I've gone back and forth bantering about what you're talking about now for you know for a while and she's in southern Virginia and um 
I'm a transplant to Wilmington, North Carolina. So we are in, you and I are in the same state now, which is cool. Uh, but yeah. you know, just that lightness that you bring forth, I, I just think that more of that, please. Um, and yeah, it's so authentic. And, you know, I was telling you, like, you, you know, you just kind of, I showed up today with my hair and crazy little buns and I said, oh, this is so bad. I am bringing it. And she's going to, you know, she's going to get it because she just has been an inspiration to me to take messy action. And you were saying something about that before we got started about that. So just that is a gift in this world is to see someone who's willing to take messy action. Yeah. So um, we were talking about that. And, you know, I, I told you that to me, that's where the beauty truly lies is in the imperfection. That's where the growth happens. That's where the, the small realizations, I've got cold chills, of the mm. beauty, um, what life truly is all about, which is the journey. And we get so caught up in achieving goals and whatever they are, whether it's a materialistic thing or some sort of accolade, whatever. And then when you get there, it's like, okay, what's next? Mm. Instead of actually learning to just enjoy each little step, no matter how messy, no matter if you're covered in dirt from working in the yard all day, you're still beautiful in that. You know, no matter if you're struggling with this problem, but you're working on it, that's beautiful. So to me, that's, that's just what life should be. And I think social media is very, very bad to push the influencers or, you know, big accounts that show perfection all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's fine. I'm not knocking anybody. Like I said earlier, there's room for everybody, but I think it's so unhealthy and unrealistic um, because people start slowly feeling like they have to attain that certain level of whatever, like the perfect house or the perfect wardrobe. And it's all nonsense. It's all bullshit. Can we cuss on here? Yeah. Oh, yes, please. Yes, we encourage okay, good, that behavior. Um, but uh, so to me, I'm drawn to accounts. I'm drawn to people that are real, that show the the imperfection and stuff. So that's just been really important for me to embrace and share with others, which is why, you know, most of the time I don't wear makeup. Lots of the time I haven't combed my hair. I've never used a filter. Um because I'm just showing up however I am that day and they're all okay. Mm. So, yeah. So much wisdom going on. I love it. That is <laughs> that is the truth though. It's that giving permission to people for people to be literally wherever they're at and to meet them where they're at and to be okay with it. Yeah, I I personally struggle with that 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 need of oh, but it needs to look a certain way and be like this person that has this polished appearance and then I meet people like you and I'm like oh wait a second though there is such a resonance inside me that stirs when I see someone that is just in in the moment as is being them which in your case happens to be hilarious and so your timing girl like I I tell you you can deliver we're going to tell the listener how to find you and how to fall in love with your Instagram. At, at, you know, we'll definitely include all that because your timing sometimes in these like really short videos, right? They're like short ones, but they just get me. They get me rolling and laughing in the middle of my day. 
like out loud. Thank you. So I good. appreciate that. So but good. I will share in full disclosure and in all honesty, <clears throat> there have definitely been periods of my life where I felt that same pressure and that I have to have everything perfect and this has to be perfect. But when I got down to the root of it, so much of it was anxiety and um, a little bit of depression because I wasn't living my life the way I wanted to. I was still letting outside forces, whether it be family members or community or whatever. I was in a very, very small town. Okay. Uh, Take us there. Where, where is the small town? This is Elkin, North Carolina. So it was actually Wilkes County, but our mailing address was Elkin. And it's very, absolutely beautiful. One of the prettiest places you'll ever see. I mean, it truly is. It's in the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains. Lots of farms. I grew up on a dairy farm. Mm-hmm. Worked in chicken houses. Um, you know, so I've always been outside nature, animals. My mom loves flowers and gardening mm-hmm. and all that stuff. <clears throat> but I knew from a young age I was just different. And I never knew why. And I always, my family is very religious, mm-hmm. very religious, Southern Baptist. And none of it ever just sat exactly right with me. Like it thing, I don't know. But anyway, so I always felt like there was something wrong that I just couldn't conform and mold myself into this, the way that society that society thought I should be for sure and so I was always trying to keep it just together enough to keep everybody calm and not have anybody on me about being crazy or you know what's she doing with a crystal over there and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. it kept me in this constant state I wasn't balanced everything was always like like if you're on a uh, um what is that thing a seesaw you're on a seesaw and you can't get it leveled. So you're just constantly using all your energy to try and find some balance. And I just, I couldn't anymore. But, um, you know, the older I got and the, the more, the more I realized that my life is up to me and I don't want to look back with regret. Mm-hmm. I just became stronger and stronger in the fact that I was making moves that were right for me. And I have lost a tremendous amount doing this. But it's okay because I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. So there's pain in that and there's growth in that. You know, we talked earlier about the the beauty and the imperfections, the beauty and the growth, the beauty and the pain. I say that because I've been there. Yeah. But once you kind of get to that other side, it's like this freedom. I mean, I can't even describe. It's like your whole body opens up and you feel calm and grounded and you know you're okay. And um, so I'm, I don't have the anxiety I used to have. I don't have, you know, a lot. And I've been, you know, meditation has helped me a lot. Yoga has helped me a lot. Breath work has helped me a lot. Um, so I think you use all those tools together to really dive into who you are, what you want, accepting it, being okay with it, 
and then embracing it and letting it go. Um, so it doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't. But you start the journey and you get there. And it, it's a beautiful place to be. And what you're speaking to affects all of us and some of us more than others. And that sense of that, that push and pull, like you were saying, of choosing our authenticity or the need for belonging and like being a, a part of, you know, communities, families, all of that. When, yeah, we always think that what we want is in the belonging but it's actually in the authenticity. It's actually in that and showing the world like that's who I'm here to, you know, that's what I'm, I personally on my own trip am here to be <laughs> and do. And yeah. do you feel like you did that um, at like a certain point, really pivoted like hard or was it kind of gradual and just as you've, you know, um, evolved and grown kind of ended up there? So it was gradual for a long time. Um, it was gradual for a long time. And I have to say one of my biggest inspirations is my husband. Um, he's a musician. He is put on this earth to play music, to write music, to sing, and to share it with the world. And it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. He is truly living his purpose and it's such an inspiration and in all honesty and I mean I've told him this before there was a lot of me that was envious because mm -hmm. I wasn't doing that mm -hmm. so slowly I was being inspired by him because I would watch him on the stage and how just strong and powerful and beautiful and happy it was almost like his soul was floating because he's doing what he's meant to do. Yeah. And, but I realized it's not up to anybody other than me to make sure I'm doing the same thing. So it had definitely been gradual, but then at a point, I'm going to say five years ago, things really started shifting for me. And I was very unhappy with work. I was still doing the hairstylist thing. Mm -hmm. And physically, I was exhausted. Yeah. Um, I just didn't care about looks and stuff. I, ca I cared about the people, but I didn't have a passion for the work at all. So I actually built a salon at my home and thought if I could cut significantly back and have this beautiful space, it would rejuvenate me and I could keep going. So I did that. And a year in, I was still like, this still isn't it. This isn't the right thing. And so... My husband and I talked, and we had both always wanted to move out of the small town and move, which is where we are now, in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Okay. My husband worked here at a store called The B-String, a guitar store, and all of his bands and music are based out of here. So it made sense for us to be here. And I love everything about this city. It's very artsy and funky and Great food and great music, and the community is just unbelievable. Um, so we finally decided just to do it, and that's when it clicked. Like, that's when everything started happening, and it started happening fast, and it was really intense, and there was lots of screaming. There was lots of 
resistance. There was lots of ultimatums. And we stayed true and steady. And it's been the best thing that's ever happened to either one of us, which then led me to even go further on my journey and my discovery. I wound up, the town I grew up in didn't even have a yoga studio. So I had been doing mm-hmm. yoga at my home, trying to figure mm-hmm. it out. But it's really different to be in that space and have an instructor and a guide. And so COVID was going on. But this beautiful place here in Winston-Salem called Wild Night Wellness Collective, Wild Light Wellness Collective, um, was doing a special, like an unlimited summer, you know, thing. And I thought, oh, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do it. And the first class I did, of course, I had a full emotional breakdown. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you've ever had that experience, but there's something so beautiful. Wow. Um, And it felt like home. And it's been home ever since. And the people I have met through there, the knowledge they have shared with me, the way they're helping gently guide me when I need it or ask for it to find my gifts and my path is just, Lord have mercy. I love those people. I mean, I tell them all the time. I just love them. So through all the bad and the loss and the... I mean, I have basically lost my entire family over this move. Mm. And and I'm also completely okay. Mm. So that's, that should speak to people how powerful it is to come into your own, to have peace with being totally who you are, that you can lose everything, everything you've known to that point. And still be the happiest you've ever been. That's when you know it's right. That's when you know you did the right thing. And that's just where I'm at in life. Mm-hmm. My um, goodness. Yeah. I am feeling great. your heart. I am feeling yeah. everything you're sharing right now. Good. I mean, what a journey. I mean, that's, yeah, that's profound to move through loss and, you know, finding yourself in the process. It's been exhausting and invigorating and terrifying and joyful. It's been, it's been all the emotions intensely. And it's funny because I was just telling my husband last, this morning, actually, I've been working through some stuff in meditation. And last night I had a dream. And in the dream, I stood my ground in the most beautiful, kind way. But it felt like this perfect closure. And like, this is the last, we won't have this conversation again. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. And I just woke up today feeling amazing like that was that last little link you know I had to I had to really get to that spot and I got there last night which is kind of cool considering we were going to be talking about all today yes um and it, it was just a beautiful thing and I feel like that was you know the universe saying to me you're here. 
you've done, you like you've set the boundaries. Don't turn back. A hundred percent dive in. And uh, so like today I woke up and I've declared it's spring because my rose bushes are yeah. covered and my fruit is blooming. So I've been out in the yard with Booper. I just feel so alive, you know? I do. And I am loving, I'm, I love this for you that, that that has landed and that, you know, the unfolding of going through something that is a major disruption, a major transition and to feel these little pieces start to click in of closure, of reassurance, of like God winks, of you're on the right path. I love that so much. And yes, I mean, spring, like I feel, you know, it's funny. I was like feeling into you and just how you are and come across. It's like, you feel like eternal spring. You feel like that sense of like, just bright brightness and like, yeah. It's like, I feel like you embody that and I'm picking it up. Thank I'm picking you. it up. You're putting it out there. Thank so we have, yeah. I mean, and it's a part of also, it's like, there's so many things that, that you're sharing and also just from seeing like your love for your cat. It's just like, I'm a cat person through and through. I just like cat people. Like I am like, uh, just the way you dote on booper. I just love that boy. Him and his natural sandy blonde hair flowing. Oh, he is majestic. He's majestic. Knows it. But he reminds, it's so funny because he reminds me a lot of me because he'll strut around a little bit, but then he's clumsy. So we fall. (laughs) And then I get, I'm like, that's me. Every time I think I'm something, I I stumble a little bit. And then I get back up and I'm like, oh, well. So it's always like he's my little animal, spirit animal, you know, Mm -hmm. just, oh, I just, and I'm so thankful for him because truly in this, so he is seven in April. And so he was here before the big transition started, the grand awakening, whatever you want to call it, World War III. Um, He was there. And then he has been with me through the highest of the highs and the absolute lowest of the lows. And, you know, animals truly feel your energy. They know your pain. They know your joy. They know what you need. And, you know, the the weeks after my dad died, um, I truly did not know how I was going to move forward or if I could or anything. That little booper butt laid with me constantly I think he would get up to go to the bathroom I know he had to you know I know my husband had to be feeding him or maybe I was I just don't remember it but he stayed with me and he would purr and he would like nudge into it Mm. the love he gave me was so powerful um it's I've never had a relationship with a pet like this Oh, Lord have mercy. He is, um, all animals truly are special if we just take the time to, to really connect with them mm-hmm. and, and let them kind of show us what they need yeah. and want. Then they give it back. But yes, little booper butt. He's my angel. I love that he's so prominently yeah. featured on your, I mean, I'm an Instagram girl. I, I know you're over on TikTok too, but you know, I just love he's prominently featured because I look forward to seeing what he's up to. Well, yeah. 
That's funny because I have really kind of pulled back from TikTok. Oh, have you? So typical me. I mean, here's the weird thing. So TikTok just seemed easy. Like I grew there really fast. But it was hard. Like they really push you to put up three videos a day and you've got to interact for 30 minutes before that. And then you immediately like there's all this stuff. And I was exhausted. And I thought, I can't just do something to be doing it. Like, that goes against who I am, too. Um, but yet, here on Instagram, I just don't grow. I just kind of stay where I'm at. But I have these beautiful relationships. I have met the most amazing people on here. And actually gone to meet a lot of them in person. Are you so serious? That's me, awesome. That, yeah, and that's just a much more real thing for me. Um, so I don't know. This just feels more like home. Um, I I feel that. Yeah, I I do. I love that, and I you know I feel like we are. You know, all, oh, so many people have gone through transition with, you know, relationships and boundaries and choosing choosing themselves, um, and. You know, I, I do want to just say that I appreciate your vulnerability with sharing all of that, that I don't take that lightly. That's some heavy, you know, stuff to move through. And I also think that, and I want to hear what you think. I feel like we're moving into this space now, like you were saying, with finding people on Instagram that you connect with. It's like we're moving into this place where we're like finding, you know, it's like some people say like your soul family or like your people, you know, the people that are just here to support you and get it and you know we're kind of we're moving through some some heavy stuff and we need our people and so I love that you have made these connections on Instagram and I'm immediately like how do I get to win some Salem so like I'm sick yeah like well that's why I'm I'm on over there oh yeah no listen I'm coming to (laughs) Wilmington and we're gonna go eat at K38 and drink margaritas oh my gosh I know there's some good options Yes, yeah. that is a good one. Love K38. Sure. But you're always welcome in Winston-Salem. Always. Well, I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm feeling what you're saying. I feel like there's been a lot of us kind of shedding these old identities or, you know, moving into places and really honoring like our, you know, our, our calling. And that's, you know, when everybody does that, we all shine brighter. And we, you know, can find each other and clearly have what? that signal you know, out there. Yes. It's amazing how it works. I mean, I've got cold chills again. It's almost like, I picture it as like these spider webs of energy that are just shooting out around us. And they, we draw in the, the, the people that we need, the force that we need, the energy that we need, call it whatever, you know, my country ass doesn't know exactly what it's called, but you know what I'm saying. I I get it. Good stuff. And I can, yes, everything you just said, it's like I meet one person and then it leads to this other thing and this other person. And it's so beautiful because even going through so much extreme loss, I feel like I have the most beautiful family right now. And I mean, yes, I have my husband and son and my in-laws, and but you know what I'm saying. The extended family, your real family, the people that get it, that get you, that support you, that sit back and applaud when you're growing and changing. Mm -hmm. And whether they understand it or not, they want to learn about it. 
So that is one of the beautiful things about social media. And um, I think it's really important to give social media what you want to, but also don't let it control you. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is, again, probably why I'm never going to grow that much and don't give a rat's ass. I'm not going to be forced to post this many times a day or at this time of day and do this and do that. Because that ain't real. That's not not who we are. But we're still slowly making the connections like you were talking about. It's happening. So that's the real beauty of social media. And as long as you can keep that in mind and not the perfect homes, the perfect hair, the perfect, the whatever, you focus on that, then it's a beautiful tool. It truly is. Yes. And I'm a big fan of making it what you want it to be, too, because I have, again, fallen into that trap of thinking like, oh, I got to follow the rules and I got to do the things and you know, that does not work for me either at all. I'm quite a little rebel at heart. Like, I just don't want to be told. Yeah, I I don't do, I don't do well with rules for the sake of rules or, you know, I'm like, "Mm -hmm." I sniff that out. I don't know about that. Here's the plan. Yeah. Yes. I know. And so I appreciate you, you know, yes. And, and you know what, here's the thing Beth. like, you have the ability to touch as many people as like infinite people. You are that kind of person. So, yeah, I mean, you may not follow the rules, but I still think above and beyond, you're going to grow into like a infinite possibility space with who you are and how you show up. Like, seriously, I, gotta, I just got to preach that for a second because you are like, I want you to make a million dollars. I want you to be on whatever path you want to be on. I don't know. Like, do you see yourself ever doing, I wanted to ask you this. Do you see yourself ever doing comedy like live or are you like not feeling that path at all? You know, I, I, I have thought about it, but I don't, I don't know. I'm open to, I could see myself doing more like interviews, talk show kind of stuff like you Mm -hmm. do. Well, But I'm also really on a path right now where I want to, I'm going to take my yoga teacher training. Yay! Um, Yeah, yeah. So I want to do that. And I really want to find a way. And this is so, you know, the idea is big and there's moving parts. And I don't know how it's all going to happen, but I'm trusting it it is. I want to use yoga and movement and meditation and humor and love and encouragement and, you know, as, as a way to help people. And I just don't know how that's all going to happen yet, but I believe it will. That's right. Um, I know sometimes even like in, you know, the whole yoga world and stuff, people can think it's really heavy. So to me, having this humor and this lightness, we can find that balance of, okay, let's do a little work. But then we can go out here and have fun and skip around it. and in the grass or whatever. So um, I would love to do a talk show someday of some sort. But if not, then I definitely want to kind of merge the two worlds together. I mean, yeah. that talk show has to happen. I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm not going to. Who do I get in touch with? I'm telling you. Get the people on the phone. 
it, or, you know, yeah. just create it. Like now it's the DIY time. Just, you just do what you yeah. do, you know? And, and, and yeah. yes to the bringing of humor to yoga. Come on. Look, I did yoga training. I've been through a lot of yoga training, actually. And I've been in a lot of yoga classes. I've been in a lot of yoga situations. Yes to the humor. Yes to the not taking ourselves so seriously. And, you know, bodies are funny. Like, why are we, you know, what you're doing is making shapes with your body. Like, why isn't that hilarious? I don't know. But I think there is a real market for that. Listen to me. You have got to come up here and go to Wild Light Wellness with me. It is the most, I mean, it is. It's all about being wild and embracing yourself and laughing and cutting up and talking during class. And, you know, you, okay. Renee, you have, all right. I got to take a road trip. Go. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll just get in the car. No, I, part of, okay, this is a little behind the scenes of my thinking and process. And I didn't necessarily plan on sharing this, but. I used to go to yoga studios and let me tell you, they were profound experiences in their own way. Like I really grew, like I found there was some stuff there that it really helped me to to see and to reflect on. And, and some of it really was like very heartfelt, potent stuff that has changed me literally. And that's why I love the, you know, the continued popularity of yoga. I think it's an amazing way to get in touch with yourself. And at some point it got a little too heavy and kind of you know getting into the competitive the and look I'm not trying to win the yoga award or you know go the distance I just exactly. want to feel better and so I love what you're saying because I kind of at the I haven't really found you know since post-covid and stuff I haven't really found that studio space that just like feels like home like you're saying like feels like you can just kind of let your guard down and be all messy because right now if you saw my yoga practice I don't even know that's what it's called I just roll around on the floor and like intuitively kind of stretch and you know and 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 it I mean it feels great but I'm you know I'm like I don't Perfect. even know what this is anymore you know I'm not sure we can even call this yoga but it's like I crave that sense of that feeling of community and being in other people's energy yeah. but I love and not taking it too seriously and being able to just be free and wild. Like you're saying, that sounds amazing. Renee, so I think they still do the online classes. I think they stream them. I'm not sure. But if they do, you've got to check it out. Especially like I call it yoga church on Sunday. <laughs> it's like a, a 75 minute class and it is so freaking awesome. And I mean, it's wall to wall people. Like they're busting at the scene. That's There's awesome. People on different levels. And it's the most powerful thing because all ages, all shades, all levels, we're all in there together. And you have to touch each other because we're so close and you just feel this love from each other. It forces you, cold chills again, it forces you to really connect with people. Well, that's the, uh, we go. Okay. I'm gonna have to get you number with the text because you're coming to Winston. That's I'm all there is to it. I'm telling you. And you know, oh my what? God, there's something been a bad time. job. It's like four hours. I don't even know where I am. Sometimes North Carolina feels like the biggest state ever. I'm like, how am I that far from that? You know. But anyway, I'll, yeah, I, I can figure this out. I know I can. And listen, you get me out of my house. That's an. I'm at my core. I'm an introvert, homebody. Like you, you too. Would you consider yourself yes. an introvert? 
100%. I was, let me say that I'm an extroverted introvert. Okay, yeah. I love people and I love connections, but I love home. Oh, yeah. Let me be home. Let me be in my yard. Let me be in my space. I love to go eat alone. Um, Yeah. Big time. I mean, my friends will be like, Beth, get out of the house. And I also am fully aware now. So, like, this weekend is my husband's birthday, and I bought him tickets for the Billy String show that's in town. Molly Tuttle. Oh, it's going to be amazing. But it's Friday, Saturday night, and then on Sunday, there's an outdoor. They're doing, like, a he's using his birthday to do a fundraiser for a business in town. Hmm. And about two weeks ago, I said, you know what? I'm not going Saturday night. I'm going to sell my ticket. Because that is way too much people for me. Like, <laughs> I've got one break. So, yes, I am, um, I'm very picky and choosy about where I go and how I spend that amount that. of extrovert energy. I feel that. And I it's feel that. And shocks me. Like, you're not an introvert. And I'm like, I am happy as a lark by myself, mm-hmm. me and my kitty cat. Um, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah, and I do appreciate, you know, I, I'm sensing or picking up from you like to, to spend a lot of time laying down, um, you know, talking to us on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, that's that's my my person there. I'm I am I am. What is it? Horizontal. Anytime I can be. Me too. I love it. I mean, I'll just go out. My husband will come home and catch me just sprawled out in the yard in the grass, just that's laying right. there and he'll just shake his head. I've had people stop in the road and ask me if I was okay because they thought I'd had a heart attack or died or something. I thought I'd be like, no, I'm good. Just stare at this. You should try it. It's amazing out here. Missing blood pressure. Oh, that's too good. Yes. I mean, you know, I, I just see so much possibility in terms of your talent and your natural gifts, like the things that you are naturally good at. I mean, the, okay. The Southern expressions and what do we call are they colloquial anyway expression you get me every time i mean i grew up in virginia but i grew up in northern virginia so we're like a whole different animal up there different world oh yeah whole different world uh and so some of the things i'm like i have never in my life known that that was a saying i'm like she needs one of those books like a not it, not like, you know, like a little like cute book that's just like a guy, a guide to Southern speak or something. That is like, yeah. that is like what I see when I, you know, I hear you talking. Like someone needs to document her telling us all this because it's too good. Well, you know what's funny? I never realized. I mean, shit. I grew up in the country. I grew up in Wilkes County, and that's just how people talk. And so, really. I've always loved to travel. Travel's huge to me. So that's the thing. I'm an introvert and I love to stay at home or I love to travel. Right. Those are my things. But I would be traveling and people would be like, what did you just say? And then it just started clicking like, oh, yeah, y'all don't talk like that. You know, well, let me tell you what I mean. And it's such a great way to bond with people. Um I don't know. I've never found it offensive when people look at me like I'm crazy because I know it's just different. And then once we start talking about it, we always end up giggling and kind of bonded. And, you know, so it's, um, I, I don't know. I it's a gift. Beth. We're just going to call it what it is. It's a gift. It's a gift to the world. 
I think it might be. Well, he put it out there that I've got to figure out a way to put all this together because I'm definitely. Oh, it's coming. I'm trying to work it out. Listen, you're already on the vibration. It's coming. I mean, the action part, that's like down the road. Like, that's like the least part that, you know, you don't have to effort your way. You just are. And I, you know, I, I just, I, that's one thing, you know, that, I mean, your love for cat, your, you know, your, your, your Southern speak, and then your character, you know, I mean, how did you get into doing this character? Were you just goofing around and was like, this is so this is Molly. Okay, back Molly to my dad. Molly Turndasher, your, you know, fake, well, I Alter wouldn't call her fake. Yes, yes, thank you. She's, yes, she is the best. That, that is straight up my dad, Ronnie Swain. Um, when I was growing up, you know, if my dad would be talking about somebody and telling a funny story, he'd say, you know, old Molly Turndasher down the road down here. And I just loved it. And then sometimes he'd say, oh, Beth, you know, old Sally Lockwasher at the road. You know, he just had these crazy names. So one day, and this is when we still lived in Elkham, and the weather was supposed to be one thing and it was another. And I just looked at my husband. I'm like, come outside and interview and video me. I'm going to do a weather report. And we had been kind of doing it back and forth with some friends of ours up in Sparta. They all had like one was... um. Uh, oh God, it'll take, I'll think of their names in a minute, but everybody had their little news okay. reporter and we would do the thing. So anyway, we did one and it was just fun and people loved it. And I just kind of kept going with it. So yeah. yeah. And the yeah. fun thing to me is always finding some weird thing to be my microphone, like whatever's laying around that <laughs> my microphone. To be the hey. you, you had me in stitches the other day with your crab claw for the microphone. I mean... It was too perfect. It was too perfect. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, this is the kind of childlike humor that I need in my life. I am, it's a non-negotiable really. Like I, I can go without a lot of things, but I got to have that sense of like, this is all too funny when we really stop and take, you know, take a minute to look at it all and. Yeah, I mean, having the things going on in the world and the shit that people are, you know, tore up about. There's some heavy shit, not knocking that, but the little nonsense stuff. I don't know, like maybe oh, people get going on in Hollywood. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you're in. I'll not chill out. I mean, take yourself a little less seriously. I like, I have to laugh. Um, you know, we're in a, an HOA situation here, and I don't. Are you in an HOA, or are you kind of free, free roam up there? Oh hell no! You know okay. I can't live in a night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you know the neighborhood's getting packed. It's a new neighborhood. It's getting packed. We're getting a lot of personalities in the mix, and I just sit back and observe. I'm a big observer. I don't. I, you don't catch me down getting involved in too much around here. I think. You know, my neighbors probably think my husband's single because I'm just like, honey, you have a great time. He's a true extrovert. So he gets all juiced and fed by people. And I'm like a little balloon dying in the corner. So, you know, but it, it cracks me up because I'm like, wow, people are really coming online and getting upset about a lot of things. And I'm like, I can't help but just think how lucky we are to be able in position to even care about half. It's right. 
What is going like, on? Like, put the energy into doing something for somebody or making a positive change. Like, I don't know. I Trivial shit. I just, I have zero tolerance for it. I just, I really do. Um, now, I have gotten much calmer the last few years with meditation and yoga and the whatever and the whatever, but still, when it's, it's very difficult for me. I have a very low threshold for nonsense. Just, I, I mean, I don't bring some drama. Don't bring some stupid, childish bullshit. I'm just, I'm not doing it. It's getting zero energy. No, no, no. And, and so many people, I just think, God, if you use that energy to do good stuff for the world, for your community, I mean, what a beautiful place this could be, you know? That's Instead right. of getting tore up over somebody's flat holes too tall. <laughs> it's tense. I don't know. I just scares me out. Oh, my it really gosh. Does. Do you know your astrology signs, like your your big three? Do you know your son? Your man? I was just curious. Nope. I was just curious. Nope. When were you born? March 16th. Pisces? Yeah. You're a feeler. Are you a feeler? Yeah. Yeah. Big time. It's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I... I hear you. I hear you. I'm a water sign too. I'm a Scorpio, but I, I kind of have some, I have a lot of fire going on too. So I was wondering if you had a lot of fire going on with the water too, with the feeler. Yeah. Um, I definitely don't know much about that kind of stuff. And I'm actually, I'm really looking forward to kind of learning more about it and stuff, but I don't know a lot about it. No worries. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It's like a hobby of mine, just to be curious. I think that oh, was my hobby. hobby. Just to be curious. My son is really into it. Uh, but yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I have a hard time too. Sometimes I want to learn so many different things at once mm -hmm. that it's hard for me to focus. So like I've learned as I've gotten older to really like, okay, I can do that later. But right now I want to focus on this, pay attention to that and learn that and so I'm doing better. So right now I'm in that like meditation, yoga yeah. phase, you know. And you're doing so, uh, a 200 hour training. Is that what it is? A uh, yoga? Yes. It, well, I haven't started it yet. Yeah. I don't know. So actually, I'm hoping um, Jeremy and Pam, who are the owners of Wildlife, Pam is from Columbia. And they just are on their way back today with the first group. They took a bunch of people down. They called it Rewild, and it was a retreat. And we were talking about it before they left, and they may offer an intense, like, three- or four-week yoga mm. teacher training yes. in Columbia. Okay. Um, Columbia as so, in South Carolina or Columbia as in the country? The country. Yes. Okay. I yes. was like, isn't there a school? Okay. I, I'm just geographically making sure I'm no, on the same continent. First time like winning this exotic yoga training in Columbia, South Carolina. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're getting crazy down here. <laughs> no. Okay. That, um, that tracks. I got you. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, I think they, you know, we're going to talk some more when they got back and see if that's something they're going to be able to put together. So mm -hmm. I haven't booked anything yet, but I'm working with them to figure out when we're going to do it. And if not, I know they're doing a regular, the 200 hour training in the fall. Yeah. 
I'm the kind of person who really loves to dive in and totally just get in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that, you know, we can work out the, the three to four week thing, but we'll see. Yep. It'll, it'll unfold. I'm sure. Plus, you know, I love new places. I love new people. Yes. I love, I just love, so that would be really good for me too. Really profound to go away and have a yoga teacher training. Cause I did mine. I did my 200 hour with, I think my son had just been born ish. So I was like, you know, going back and forth and, you know, being there for the weekend and then going home. And I think mine was a longer stretch. Like, I don't know. I can't remember. But yeah, how amazing to be able to be immersed in it and to be able to be in another country like that and just to be powerful. Well, I can literally talk to you all the rest of my day, days. Is there anything else? Like what what do you see when you, you know, I know, you know, we talked about a few things, but in the future, the next future, near future for Beth, what is, what are you calling in? Like, what do you feel like is manifesting that you are ready to step into? I'm going to say this and it's going to sound different than how I mean it. So I'm going to say it and then explain it, but power and knowing my own power and my gifts and the fact that I shouldn't hold back. I shouldn't listen, settle down, quiet down. I should become more Mm -hmm. and so not power over anything or anybody, but my own power to help and to move forward. So that's, that's really, that's where I'm at right now. That, um, that's so powerful. Calling it into that, calling it in. I want, I really, my whole heart just wants to help people. I love people. I hate seeing pain. I hate feeling pain. And if there is anything I can do, whether it's through laughter mm-hmm. or hooks or leading somebody in a meditation or a yoga practice or sitting down and just having a conversation with them, I just want to be able to do that. And so I'm just really calling in power to keep moving forward and expanding and finding my way. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Yeah. and. You are, you are, you're already doing it. You're already not dimming your light to fit in. You're already in that space of your, you know, inner power coming on, coming online. I feel it. I see it. And it's so exciting. And I love your, your heart for helping and your heart for loving on people. And it's contagious. And that is something I feel like is really how powerful that is. Yes, that's exactly that. You know, you are. If we could all just spread that. That's right. That's right. Well, you certainly do it with laughter and ease, and you make people feel so good. And I'm so grateful that you came and talked to me today and shared with us. I, you know, I don't want to get. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I'm gonna be coming to see you. And you know, that's a big statement because people know I don't leave the house. So. Or you're gonna come to see if me. I have to, if I have to, I'll come see you first. But you got to get up here because we're going straight to wildlife. All right, I'm, I'm down. I'm down for yeah. I'm down for a good old 
what they say, rewilding. I'm down for that. I need that at this point. I'm a little too yeah. domestic. I am like, yeah, dishes, kids, life, you know, all the things. So, yeah. We well, got to get you balanced back out. Oh, please. Please do. Thank you for being <laughs> here. You are so welcome. Tell the people, how do they find you? Beth's Boho Life on Instagram. It's the same thing on TikTok, but like I said earlier, just not there as much anymore. Um, so basically here. Beth's Boho Life. I love it, my friend. And I will make sure that's in the show notes too. So everybody can find you and love on you and just be lit up by your, your humor in the world. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Renee, thank you. Talk soon. Yes, my Thank you for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post on social media, or leave a rating and review. It would mean the world to me. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me over on Instagram at feelgoodwithrenee. Thanks again, and I will see you next time.